Transitions occur in everyone's lives. They often mean big changes. These transitions can cause feelings of joy, anxiety, and fear. Marriages can also face transitions in today's world. They can cause conflict and challenges. Today we'll discuss transitions in marriage. Some transitions include being newly married, having the first child, losing a job, the challenge of raising children, an empty nest, and retirement. Join us today as I interview Marty Lindfett, a Christian counselor. Stay tuned, you won't want to miss today's program. This is Kay Meyer, president of Family Shield Ministries and your host for today's Family Shield program. I want to welcome my guest, Marty Lindfett, and you are a wife, mother, and Christian counselor. Thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, thank you for having me, Kay. I appreciate being your guest today. All right. Well, I've interviewed you before, and I know you have lots of good information. But why would uh, a marriage in transition even consider counseling? I know that you are a counselor, and I'm sure a lot of people go through transitions and don't go to counselors, but uh, why would they want to consider that? Well, I think that the benefit of counseling during times of transition is it helps you identify um, where your strengths are, where your growth opportunities might lie. Uh, For many couples, the transition, the change that occurs uh, brings a lot of stress into a marriage. Um, Some changes and transitions are exciting, but some are are painful. Mm -hmm. And so a counselor can help uh, a couple... Stay connected as they work through um, the things that are changing around them. Well, I couldn't help thinking as I prepared this program of my younger sister because today she took her youngest daughter, youngest child, in fact, to college. And I thought, hmm, transitions. Yes, Gail and her husband are going to be going through that. And they both actually recently retired as well, although they're working part-time in other positions. Uh, I remember the transition of taking my youngest son to college, and it was a difficult one for me and my husband, too. The empty nest is, is for many couples, extremely difficult. I remember, particularly with my firstborn, how surprised I was his senior year of high school as we anticipated his his going off to college. I was sad and moved to tears at uncharacteristic moments. Mm-hmm. And I it took me quite a while to, to, to figure out that it was in anticipation of mm-hmm. the empty nest, even though I had a few more kids to go mm-hmm. before I'd reached that point. Mm-hmm. That the, the intensity of those emotions took me by surprise. Mm-hmm. And as I talked to other moms after that, I realized this was one of the things that a lot of parents um, kind of keep to themselves, that struggle. We yeah. talk about the empty nest, but you don't talk about the depth of the emotional mm-hmm. response. You talk about the effect on your pocketbook, oh. you know, how you readjust the living space in your house. But sure. for me, the biggest adjustment was an emotional one. Yeah. I remember the same thing, and I have two. I had two older children. I didn't have that problem when they went off to college, because I always had Jeff, who was eight years younger than our oldest son, and uh, he was still pretty young when they both went off to college. But boy, when I took him to college, and I'm not usually an emotional person, I was just 
you know, really, really upset. And not that I didn't want him to go. I was happy that he was going to college. But, you know, and so it's kind of a combination of all those emotions. You're joyful that he's going to college, and yet you're thinking of yourself, I think. very Uh, much so. And, and, you know, you're feeling the, 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 the... Kind of the pull of the of that transition that the child is going through as they really move into a, a different area of their life where they need you differently yes. as a parent, and you know, he's they're, he, they're he, beginning to step out on their own, and you know, for most of us, there's a little bit of heartache that goes with that, even though we are joyful that they're sure. taking their steps into adulthood. And, you know, for oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He was just. I can just remember he was just so happy and goodbye, mom and dad, and yes. and we're standing there feeling so <laughs> bad. Yeah, right, yeah. right. He's he's well, a, a college a student here. They have to kind of redefine when they've poured themselves into their children right. who they are as sure. a husband and wife when the kids go to college because. They've kind of lost track of of the couple part of their relationship. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, it's an opportunity to maybe rekindle the friendship, build on their friendship, fan the flames of of romance, and and do some things that when you are so busy during those uh, those formative years of childbearing, sometimes go uh, to the back burner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. And and so I guess that that is a. I mean, we're going to talk about a variety of transitions, yeah. but but this is one of the key ones because you again become if you're you know and we're talking about marriage today and transition. So you're still married, but you had so much time and energy put into your children and sports or whatever activity they were involved with, uh, and now you have to come back and kind of concentrate again on your marriage. Is that? Yeah. It, do you get a lot of people that have? that situation coming and, and asking you to kind of walk through some of those things with them, Marty? Yes, I do. And, you know, one of the things that I think becomes a great struggle is that during certain periods in our lives, we, we have certain roles with which, with which we identify. And that role as, as parent evolves, and, and it needs to evolve if we are to um, follow God's uh, guides for us as parents to raise our children and enable them to then go on to be adult servants. But that's a really hard thing to say, okay, I was the primary caregiver now, but now my son or my daughter is to care for themselves, and they'll check in with me. I'm still their mom. Mm-hmm, I never mm-hmm. stop being their mom. That never shuts off. But I have to uh, enable them to, uh, to be equipped for life, mm-hmm. and then uh, you know, trust that with God's help that they will be competent adults. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's tough. <laughs> that is tough. And sometimes we send our children off to college without thinking through some of the things that they're going to need to do. Um, yeah. And 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 that's probably a different uh, a different radio program. But you know, just that they're going to take care of their own finances. They're going to right. do a lot of things that maybe mom and dad were supporting or helping them do. So there's some things we need to think about. Well, for you, Marty, what is the um, the the transition issue that you get the most contact? from marriages about? Well, the loss issues, you know, whether it's the loss of a job and how that affects a whole family system and a couple, um, the loss of, you know, parents, mm. the loss of ch- 
children is mm-hmm. profoundly difficult. It's, it's probably the the most intense grief mm-hmm. that is experienced, and I know you you know that from yes. the inside out. Right. The impact of adultery, you know, oh. is, is a transition for marriages, and surprisingly, about seventy-five to eighty percent of couples do stay together after right? after infidelity. Oh. But uh, that's a difficult road yeah. to go through, and so they have to have they have to first of all look to God to Absolutely. help them uh, through those kind of challenges. Absolutely. Well, let's talk just for a minute about um, the uh, the issue of job loss. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a another personal experience with this, and it's really the first time it's hit our kind of our immediate family. My um, my niece's husband lost his job just recently, very suddenly and unexpectedly. and It's pretty traumatic. It's very traumatic. And this particular economic uh, situation that our country is facing, uh, many, many families are experiencing the trauma of job loss. And it has that, Im- that financial impact, mm-hmm. which is a difficult one. But then there's an emotional impact as well, because many of us define ourselves, you know, by the work that we do. Mm-hmm. So uh, for men and for women, there can really be an assault on your sense of who you are as a care provider for your family when you lose that job. Mm-hmm. Um, encouragement from other family members is really vital during this, you know, times of job transition. And it's also really important uh, to encourage up-to-date uh, resume uh, construction and familiarity with current trends in interview and job-seeking techniques because that the whole industry changes and is fluid and is, you know, it's changing very rapidly. Now, for a spouse that's supporting uh, their husband or their wife through the loss of a job can become a, a very, very, um, a task that requires a lot of, strength of character, uh, because you also are reeling from the impact of the loss of mm-hmm. finances mm-hmm. and the fear that goes with oh, the, the sure. job hunt. Yeah. And in this day and time, um, the the job-seeking activity can be one that uh, takes longer than you wish it would. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's where uh, not only does the couple have to come together to be, uh, to, to remind that one another that the foundation of their of their uh, marital unit is built on on their faith on Christ, and that He will see them through. But that they can help one another stay calm and stay focused on that uh, that job search, and to stay encouraged throughout. Mm-hmm. It's you know I think a lot of couples, um, particularly the, the individual who lost the job, there's a temptation to to back away from. Uh, from those who offer support. It might mm. be your extended family. It might be your faith community because um, when your identity is kind of uh, uh, assaulted through the, the loss of a job, you, you feel um, sometimes a, an inappropriate sense of, of shame and guilt. Mm. Because usually, you, you, you know, in this economy, people lose jobs not because of anything they did or did not do at that job. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So we need to really encourage and support those who are seeking jobs, the families that are experiencing the the crisis of the loss of a job because it is a crisis, mm-hmm. and uh, look to how we can encourage them. There's a lot of um, 
community food uh, operations like Angel Foods where um, you can get groceries for less expensive and, you know, inviting other family members. For You talked about your niece and, mm-hmm. and, and her husband. Um, this is a time when Sunday dinners are a real mm-hmm. important, not only um, strength-building thing for the family, but uh, it can offset some, some financial difficulties. Sure. Good idea. When you invite that family to your house for dinner. Um, You bet. Well, sometimes those that are losing jobs uh, can get depressed when they don't find what they want. Um, I think depression is a prominent um, risk. And I've worked with many. uh, Sometimes it's the spouse of an individual who's lost a job and has been looking for months. And that. And depression is, is a secondary uh, experience of the loss of the job. So making sure that if that is, uh, a, appears to be present, that sufficient, adequate treatment is, is being uh, provided for that individual mm-hmm. because that can complicate how they go about looking for a job. Oh, when you're yeah, sure. It's hard to communicate your strengths. Oh, interesting point. Yeah, I know depression often comes, maybe not immediately, but uh, when they don't find a job. And I never thought about the fact that, you know, when they're in that situation, then they're not, not only are they not looking uh, like they should, but they're not presenting themselves as they could. And that's important, too. Absolutely. All right. Well, let me jump back to some of the earlier things. I think sometimes people might be kind of surprised that a transition is when you first get married, when you're newlyweds. That's the top of my list. (laughs) Is it really? It is. It is. Living together, getting married, you know, because you're accommodating for another person and you have to... uh, you have to learn to share, you know, if you want to have success in your marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, and some couples find that very difficult. Uh, leaving your parents, if, even if you've lived out on your, your own, emotionally redefining yourself as a husband or a wife for some people is, is a real uh, sticking point. Mm. And then you go on to the buying of a house, another transition point that's both exciting and frightening. Oh, yes. And then children coming into the home and, and the redefinition of roles and the time element and the demands. I think uh, I worked with someone last night who's uh, a fairly new mom, and, you know, the realization that you prepare through that nine months and then you bring the baby home and you realize that all those books don't equip no. you for you know, six sleepless nights in a row. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we need to support one another through those things. Yeah, absolutely. I have some announcements I want to make, Marty, and then... Now, one of the things that that I think couples, as they settle into that that life together, and they bring home the babies, and they name them, and they ooh and coo over them now that as the children begin, you know, before they leave for college, they're developing identities that are unique which can also be a difficult thing for moms and dads, mm-hmm. you know, as we want to, to mold them into mini-me's or whatever it is. Yeah, 
Yeah. Okay, good. I have uh, a few announcements, and then we'll come back and continue talking about transitions in marriage. Each week, Family Shield offers a complimentary booklet or resource to radio listeners. This week, we're offering Renew the Romance in Your Marriage. To receive the booklet, call the Family Shield Response Center at 1-877-317-4326, and make sure you mention the topic when you call. Much of the country has been dealing with a drought that is causing serious problems for farmers. The summer can also be a challenging time for nonprofit organizations. A drought of support from donors can cause Family Shield to cancel radio programs that we pay to air around the country. Family Shield is a listener-supported radio ministry and depends upon your support to produce, air, and distribute the Family Shield radio program to over 50 stations in 25 states. We encourage you to pray for us and as the Lord leads, send a donation to help. Send your donation to Family Shield Ministries, P.O. Box 230015, St. Louis, Missouri 63123. You can also donate a gift through PayPal on the website at www.familyshieldministries.com. Also, don't forget that you can sign up to receive the Family Shield email newsletter on the homepage, again, at that same website address. Uh, By getting that email, you can help us promote upcoming radio programs at your congregation, because each week, the upcoming programs, guests, and topics are listed in that email newsletter. I want to go back to my guest, Marty Lintfett, and she is a Christian counselor, and we're talking about transitions in marriage. Now, right before the break, um, we were talking, and I just want to make sure that you got, uh, you know, you finished any thoughts you had on that topic. Yeah, I think that uh, the, that I, I I completed the the topic, uh, my thoughts on that topic, and you know, I know we have some other areas of transition that that uh, we were going to target. Okay. Um, well, tell me what else you think would be of interest to our listeners related to transitions, because you probably have some ideas that I didn't even think about. Well, retirement is a is a challenge for a lot of couples as you get, you know, into into the time of life where um, you're choosing, you know, to uh, to become retired. Uh, with that again, there's the a, a lot of people grieve the loss of the identity they had as a working person and and because they look forward to retirement that can really surprise them. Some of the things that they had, the adjustments they had to make early in marriage, they find themselves making all over again, like sharing space and things like that. Mm. And I I remember when my father-in-law retired, and he was all of a sudden underfoot for, oh, I I don't know, six or eight months, my mother-in-law was just really (laughs) irritated because she had her routine down, Mm -hmm. and he was now kind of in her space and in her way. And then he got he got a hobby, and that really helped. Uh-huh. You know, so relearning how to share space that you thought was was yours for mm-hmm. this this period of the day is uh, is an important thing. You know, then also you know the fact that I don't have a job that I go to doesn't mean that I'm not a vital individual. And how do we as a retired couple 
you know, enjoy that period of our lives and rejoice that, gosh, now we can do some things together mm-hmm. that perhaps we couldn't when we were both working or raising kids. Um, that's, a, that's a challenge. A lot of times there's a lot of um, kind of aggravation mm-hmm. uh, right after uh, the first, you know, five to six months of retirement uh, between spouses, and then they settle in. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's the same thing. It's a transition, and it takes time sometimes to figure out the roles and and what is going to happen. My husband recently retired. He's loving it. And I like it too, because he's a great help. He's like, what do you need done today? So you guys have negotiated that. Yeah. He's been great. Yeah. And he's, he helps me do the run because I still work and, and uh, what do you need done? He, he just said, I never knew you did all these extra things besides work before. (laughs) Wasn't that nice to hear? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) To have an awareness. From him that right, he didn't realize doing. all the extra house because he he worked like uh, fifty miles from our home, so okay. he was never able to help with any of those things. Yeah, it's it's been interesting, but we've we've done well with it, so uh, uh, it's it's working for us. But I can see yeah. how that can definitely be a challenge for sure. people that retire, and financially too. Sometimes you're going to go back to not having as much money? Yes. I think in in most cases these days that's the case. Mm-hmm. And I think it will continue to probably, uh, I think the financial challenge of retirement is going to become greater rather than, than less as the years progress. Um, at least that's how it looks to, with today's ec- economy. You know, the, the changing dynamics within a family can be uh, a, a very... Um, difficult thing uh, to adapt to, it can mean, you know, when, you're, when your kids get married, your family dynamics change. Mm. You bring in uh, other, you know, a son-in-law or a daughter-in-law when sure. grandkids come. Uh, when loved ones divorce, maybe you and your husband stay married, but when other family mm. married me- members divorce, that can be very difficult. And when other loved ones are in a, in a crisis, you know, you might not be in the middle of their crisis, but as support uh, givers, it can kind of pull at the fabric of a marriage if if a husband and a wife don't agree on how they should be supporting their extended family members. So I think communication is really important through all the t- transitions, that we speak um, to one another and we speak well to one another, that we recognize what kind of change we're going through, that we seek support from our pastors, our friends, Mm -hmm. counselors, to recognize that we all respond differently to transitions and that that's okay, that's not a bad thing, to honestly face fears that we have about change because, you know, when you're facing um, hitting the pavement again after having a, a job that you felt comfortable with, you know, that's a scary thing. Being able to identify your resources, you just uh, gave a wonderful, wonderful comment about how your husband now in his retirement is supporting you differently. That's a great mm. resource that God has provided for mm-hmm. you so you can continue to do the job that you do. Sure. Um, you know, it, we, there are certain transitions we can be proactive in preparation for. So if you know that you're going to move and that you're going to move to another community, gather as much data. That's one we didn't really talk about, but mm, gather moving, as much information yeah. about that community as possible mm-hmm. 
so that, you know, your family kind of comes to know it a little bit vicariously before you actually land there. And then, you know, sticking to or resuming a normal routine as quickly as you can, having at least a little bit of familiarity in a, in a uh, kind of a topsy-turvy transition can really help people feel settled. Being good stewards is extremely important by caring well for ourselves you know, through a healthy diet mm-hmm. and um, seeking medical, medical attention. You mentioned depression earlier. Mm-hmm. If there are emo- emotional or physical symptoms uh, that warrant attention, I think it's important to pursue creative outlets. They can be very, very calming during difficult times, which might include, you know, listening to music or mm. painting, you know, and then taking things one step at a time identifying the things that we can control and leaving in God's hands the things that we cannot. Mm -hmm. And I think, again, connecting with our spouse is so important. Connecting at the beginning of our day and at the end of our day through prayer and devotions, you know, reminding one another that though our lives and the details of our lives may be changing, that Christ our Savior doesn't change. Mm. Hebrews 13.8 reminds us that Jesus Christ is the same today, yesterday, and forever. And Psalm 100, verse 5, the Lord is good. His love endures forever, and His faithfulness endures through all generations. He's not going to leave us no matter what's going on around us. And I think Mm -hmm. that's so important. That is important. Marty, thank you so much. Uh, We have like two minutes left. I love your thoughts at the end, especially the focus on Christ, because we want people to to know Christ and uh, and uh, be in his word. That's so important. But any other just quick thoughts that you have? Well, I think that's that's very key. You know, we we're human beings and we are we are each husband and wife. Um, we have feet of clay. And so being um, open to how Christ moves in us and uh, being uh, recognizing that his forgiveness enables us to forgive one another because during transition times, we typically, um, sometimes it brings out the best, but sometimes it brings out the worst. And I have to not only uh, forgive my spouse, when when he does something that uh, that hurts me or irritates me, I have to repent mm. when I'm the one mm-hmm. that says the harsh word or because of stress or worry about finances or sadness that my child is not sitting next to me. I snap at him when he didn't do anything. I need to ask him to forgive me for that knowing that as God has worked forgiveness, um, or has given forgiveness to each one of us, that he can work in me, a All forgiving right. spirit. And, okay. you know, each- we need to end the program here. We're out okay. of time, Marty. But thank you so much for your thoughts on transitions in marriage. And uh, we'll, uh, this is Kay Meyer with Family Shield. You can, again, learn more about us on our website at www.familyshieldministries.com. Don't forget, we're offering the booklet, Renew the Romance in Your Marriage.
You've been listening to Family Shield, a production of Family Shield Ministries. Its mission is to educate and equip people through the power of the gospel to know Christ, grow in His Word, and to strengthen individuals and their families. To learn how you can obtain resources or support the ministry, go to www.familyshieldministries.com or write Family Shield Ministries, P.O. Box 230015, St. Louis, Missouri, 63123. And tune in again next week for Family Shield.